Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, good morning, man. Good morning to you too, sir. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised, but I'm great. I know. <laughs> man, we had we had kind of a wild night last night. Well, no, it was fun. We went and had a few cocktails and ate Korean barbecue. And Well, okay. And uh, we, we went to a Korean barbecue place. I don't know that we had Korean barbecue last night. Well, it, I, I know that there was this open flame thing on our table that yes that was there and i know that the bill was really large that was also true and i know that that we ate some really expensive and tasty meats that's also i mean it was good don't get me wrong but it was very much a miami take on korean barbecue (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to a houston take on korean barbecue yeah although there probably are more koreans in houston than there are miami and i base that on Absolutely nothing. No, I mean, I, I would, I would put money on that. I yeah. think, I think that's a safe bet. I would there. think with all the engineering stuff, and you know, that just kind of makes sense to me. But anyway. yeah, well, um, look, you know, it was also nice too because I got to enjoy a extremely fine cigar that you hooked me up with. Yeah, as well, it was good. So. You, uh, you know, we we recently talked about cigars on the show, and although I don't know what order these episodes are coming out in, <laughs> that was a couple of weeks ago. And you smoked a, a delicious uh, Opus X, and, yeah, uh, and that was that was tasty and. Yeah, it was good, man. We walked around this very, we're, we're recording this series of episodes for Miami and we are in this kind of, they call it like the design district, which yeah. is kind of weird because like you walk around this district and if it, it's either a watch store where they sell $30,000 Patek Philippe watches. Somehow. It, it, apparently they it sell no enough of them. Apparently they sell enough of them to stay open. <laughs> and then, um, and, and then there's a lot of interior design shops, which yeah. is interesting. And then fancy restaurants that have floral arrangements, and yeah, it's it's kind of over the top. It's very Miami, and and, and then of course uh, lots of small dogs. J- John David, why did all the stores switch their signs from open to close whenever we walked by? I, all of the nice clothes stores. I have and a the pretty good stores. I have a pretty good reason. I have I have a pretty good uh, I have a pretty good idea that you know it, it's kind of like when. When, when when you go to like you know a certain part of town and you yeah. see like panhandlers and stuff and you kind of pull up to the stop sign and you lock your door you know and you're like they're probably a nice person but I'm just gonna lock my door. He's gonna lock the door. Yeah, I mean you know that, that, that I think that's what that's, they were doing to us. I think that's kind of what happened. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that tracks. Um, it was fun. Though. We had a great a great night. Bo and I got to spend some real quality time together, kind of catching up and and um and just you know talking about life and. It was deep and good. We no, had it was a, special. Had man. a good good time. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, man, speaking of good time, we are having a good time uh, here with this wonderful podcast yeah. uh, for several years now because of the amazing support of our patrons and our club members over at the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Today, joining at the Squire level, ladies and gentlemen, he is full of nothing but jargon. It's Derek Jarnigan. Wait a minute. Derek Jarnigan. I've made a joke about you're your not being jar, but being jarred again. <laughs> is that... I've done that before. I, that sounds about right. Jar Jar yeah. Binks is jarring again. That that I'm almost positive you've you've said about Derek. Before. No, not at all. Yeah. That's that has to be fresh. <laughs> Speaking of fresh, also joining at the Squire level, we have Brian Mac uh, Nevin. I'm sorry, Brian. I think I'm pronouncing your name correct. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, Brian, I was gonna I was gonna try, and then I looked at it, and I was like, I I. Brian McNevin. Yeah. Back back as a squire. McNevin. Come uh, on. Brian Levine. Brian McNevin. That's maybe. 
This long lost cousin, or if it's French, it could be McNavan of Brian of Brian Levine. But this is Brian Mac. It's, it's, this is his. Uh, this is his his uh, Irish cousin. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, Der- Derek uh, and Brian, thank you so much. Of course, uh, you know both these are dear friends of the show that have been supporting us for a long time, and we're uh, we're just very thankful to have you back in the Squire uh, fold. Uh, you know, so that's great. Scottish cousin. Scottish Mac would be Scottish, right? Yeah. My apologies to our Irish and our Scottish listeners. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so thank y'all so much, as John David said. Man, okay, we are doing some work today. Yeah. You know, we, we are coming up to the good folks of Country Squire Radio, and we are doing the thing they love us to do, and that is talking tobacco. The bread and butter. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this one in particular. I know I say that a lot, but this yeah. time it's actually true. No, I'm just kidding. It's always true. But like <laughs> this time in particular, we were kind of, you know, prepping before the show, and uh, you also... You know, we're telling telling me what we're going to talk about. You know, I great. I always get kind of you know the 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 live surprise. I get to kind of react naturally. I like to I look like an idiot while you look you know smart and in, in these and <laughs> that works out well. But you you brought up one. I was like, huh, that sounds oddly familiar. And we'll get yeah. to it. I'm not trying to give away the the shop here. I'm just sure. I'm just saying like yeah. I'm very eager to dive into this tobacco talk with you. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I, I think this will be fun. So we are doing a tobacco talk today. We like to pick out a couple of tobaccos. You know, traditionally, we've had some that have been, you know, a lot of tinned tobaccos that we select. Sometimes we uh, review one of our own blends that we've produced at the Squire. Sometimes we've done artisanal blends from other shops or other small batch blenders. And then, of course, sometimes bulk tobaccos that you can get by by weight from, you know, some of the big names. And so... Yeah, today we're doing actually a what we've referred to in the past as a hamster cage tobacco. Yeah, and, and, and then another another tobacco that is a bulk tobacco. But I, but I think when I pulled out this little cellophane pouch, kind of hear a crinkle here in the microphone. <laughs> right. You know, it I think it caught Bo a little off guard, but it's a good tobacco, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss it today. And it's uh, it's Amphora's original blend. I feel like I feel like this is you know. Mass hysteria, lions and dogs, cats and dogs, you know, lying together. <laughs> like you said, it's a hamster cage tobacco, but it's a good tobacco. No, th- th- this is this is the deal. Like, yes, like I mean, it. it the, the the thing is, we. Uh, how do I defend myself here? I don't think is you can. Early? <laughs> no. Okay. So, so Amphora, Amphora. This is a this is a historic brand that's been kind of resurrected by the Mac Baron Company. Mac okay. Baron, of course. Uh, Longtime fanboy of Mac Barron, one of the you know leading tobacconists and and blenders in the world, pipe tobacco houses from Denmark, and uh, of course Per Jensen, who you know does their blending and a lot of their strategic thinking and planning, uh, just does a does a fantastic job. But so so you've got these cellophane pouches, right? That they've kind of resurrected, and a lot of times when you think of those, you think of uh, something that you would get at Walgreens, maybe on the bottom shelf, you know, that tastes like you know it. it it smells good in the pouch, but when you light it up, you know, a lot of times all, all you're really getting is, I don't know, d- molten lava on your tongue, uh-huh. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> what they've done with the Amphora brand, I, I really do like because it's it, the tobaccos are very approachable, but they're they're high quality for what they are. And I really, I really appreciate that. I guess that language you just use is important. They're high quality for what they are. You know, when you look at these cellophane pouches, a lot of times you're thinking, okay, well, this is roll your own tobacco masquerading as a pipe tobacco to avoid like taxes or something. Right. Uh, Amphora, th- this is a this is a historic brand of tobacco, but it, if you can kind of think of some of your drugstore over-the-counter brands, 
and then kind of kind of add a little pizzazz to them with a little higher quality. That's where you land with Amphora, I think. And, okay. Okay. And so I think Amphora uh, really does have a place there. Uh, we've talked before about some of their blends. And, and so Amphora, they've got a whole bevy. You know, you've got like a Black Cavendish and an English of Virginia that's actually really good. The Kentucky blend is very good. And anytime you've got a list of kind of a selection of blends like this, generally there's one that's called like the original or the standard or mm. something like that. I know, mm. you know, forever those old Dunhill blends, they had like all these fancy named Dunhills, you know, night Nightcap and Early Morning Pipe and you know, all these different ones, but then there was just like standard mixture. That's the one that always got like overlooked because it's like, well, no one wants that. They didn't you know? have like a sexy name type situation. Yeah, it's was, just yeah. like, and so today we're, we're going to talk about Amphora's version of that, which is the original blend. And, okay, um, I mean. And so these retail for about seven or eight bucks for what essentially is a two ounce pouch. It's 1.75 ounce pouch. It's really pretty good. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass yeah, this over yeah, to Bo. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, normally... You wanna, Whenever we do this, I get to define the tin art and talk about the great... Well, yeah, uh, now you talk about the cellophane art. Artistry. Yeah, okay, so don't get me wrong. It's actually... It's it's a relatively handsome package. It's pretty cool. All right. Ugh. This feels weird, man. Buzz okay. Cringing. It's okay. All right, so like that's the thing. The, the background has kind of like a cloudy red, black, just kind of general, you know, uh, background. But you got the sigil of Amphoria. Amphora? What's a sigil? A sigil, like a symbol or like a uh, okay. like the house crest, if you will. Yeah, okay. okay. So where you have these two lovely mermaids who are blowing these uh, seashells, kind of a, the crown conch type of, of okay. shell. Okay. Between them, they're back to back, but between them is an oval, which has a vase and a crown on top of it. There's a lot of... There's a lot of royal imagery going on, kind of almost like a coastal regal type of experience. You might yeah. imagine this pipe tobacco to be enjoyed by the Navy's finest admirals as they kind of oversee, yeah. you know, their their fleet. Except, you know, it's wrapped in like a weird plastic pouch and it's got like, you know, the gold right thing. And it's like <laughs> uh, you're if, you're if, a skeptic. Well, if not for the pack, like that's the thing. The the branding is great. Yeah. But the packaging feels off. Well, and it, you know, it, you're going to have that, right? So I, I think what, what Amphora is trying to do here is they've, they've redeveloped some of these blends, put a lot of thought into them, and are trying to put them in a packaging that is, is very appealing to just kind of the everyday smoker. And so, okay. and, and, and okay. so, so I'm leaning, I'm leaning into that. I'm appreciating that. I think there's something here. All right, but all right, so riddle me this, Batman. If if they're trying to appeal to the everyday smoker <laughs> through the packaging from that standpoint. Yeah. And the everyday smoker is looking at packaging like this for just roll your own. Is this a roll like do people use this in a roll your own context? They don't. No. That okay. no, 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 not not at all. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about the cut of this okay, particular right, right, tobacco right. in a, in a second. So it's Can I open it by the way? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, it's open. So uh but open it up, smell what uh, t- tell us tell us the aroma and Okay, uh and cocoa, that. uh very yeah. like chocolatey. Yeah. Just Bo developing his his uh, <laughs> his sense palate. Uh, it makes me so happy. I've some sort something. of dried fruits, uh, mm, fruit liniments, and eczema. But like more like an apricot, maybe or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. And then maybe a little bit of nuttiness. I mean, this is just going from like the package note, sure. Um, which you know, to be fair, like I said, you know, the reality is, is probably I would imagine like a, a package note is actually probably stronger than a tin note because it probably retains some of that you know 
smell, I would imagine to some extent, maybe better than a 10 or maybe Some of the worse. oils. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would probably call it a wash, although 10s, if they're sealed properly, probably do stay a little a little fresher. So. I mean, it smells good. Yeah, it, it does. does. It does smell a little, you know, like a candy bar. Not in a candy bar in like an overly sweet kind of way, but in like a cocoa like type a semi, of Like a semi-sweet chocolate kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. Okay. So so what they've done here, they've taken, th- this is an aromatic tobacco, as you as you can imagine. <laughs> right. It's a, a thick cut ribbon. And so as you're looking at the ribbon, you see these kind of large chunky cuts it's not necessarily i wouldn't i wouldn't call it a, a ready rubbed tobacco this is a tobacco that is just kind of a thick cut that has a nice coarse grain to it which, yeah, it's, which it's, i like it kind of it, it smokes almost kind of reminiscent of a of a broken flake it's 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 kind of nice it feels like a thicker ribbon it's a thicker ribbon yeah, yeah. just the the cut is a little more generous on this particular uh, tobacco which for me always tends to load better in a little more you know widely bold pipe you know, this tobacco has pretty much everything but the kitchen sink in it, okay? So so it's got burley, it's got Cavendish, it's got even some Turkish leaf, it's got some Kentucky in there, and then, of course, Virginia's. Uh, they've put it all kind of in there, and then they've covered it with this, uh, like a simple syrup along with uh, kind of a baking chocolate topping. On there, and um, and and it actually is 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 pretty is pretty good. It really is. Does it, it smoke sweet like that as well? It smokes sweet, yeah. although you need this is a tobacco. We, we and most products that come out of Mac Baron's factory, I just find this the case. And this goes for their most premium tobacco and their least premium tobacco. But you just kind of need to smoke stuff from them real slowly. You, yeah, you just kind of yeah. do. You kind of need to nurse their tobaccos in a way that lets the flavors develop slowly. I can't rush through a bowl of anything that comes out of Mac Barron's factory. I just can't. I have to, I have to really take my time and uh, let the, let the flavors develop slowly. Let the, let the sugars do their magic kind of in a slow, in a slow way. But anyway, the, um, the original is really good. I enjoyed it. And, you know, it's one of those that, you know, again, if you, if you smoke it at the right cadence, you know, I think it does. Um, I think it does well. So, okay, all right. Um, it's medium bodied, uh, not a huge nicotine hit or anything like that. Although it does have some some Kentucky in there, which lends its own kind of roasted flavor to it. I mean, this is considered a burly blend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you know, a lot of aromatics are. It, it, this is more of a Dutch Cavendish, which we, when we okay. think of black Cavendish, we think of like a like a fermented. You know, something that's been uh, steamed, or you know, that's it's kind of pliable and all that. So typically, well, it's black. You know, Dutch Cavendish is more. It's a hybrid, really, between a you know, it's a it's a topped tobacco that is burley or Virginia based, but it's much more minimally processed than a fermented or a black Cavendish. So anyway, it's got you know more of the natural tobacco flavor that's there, but it, you still give a nice base for that topping that they've let soak in. So if you're looking for a good, you know, all day, every day aromatic uh, that's approachable and accessible and, you know, you can throw it in your pocket and not worry about it. One thing, a lot of people really do like pouches because they're just a little easier to keep up with than tins. Well, I mean, I, I get it from a travel standpoint. From it's a travel, from a like, hey, let me cram it in my pocket standpoint. Right. You know what I mean? Also, when you're loading your pipe. It's just easy. It becomes you know? like a catch-all, so you know, right. if you're like something sprinkling off the side, it just goes right back. It's in the just pouch. that kind of kind of thing. So they yeah. really, um, so you know, there, there's a <laughs> there's a there's a thing there. So um, so anyway, uh, original blend from uh, from M4. Okay, so here's my thing. All right, and I, I know we're about to transition to the next tobacco, yeah. but while we're still on this, it reminds me of some feedback that we got off of our first Finer Things episode. Yeah, where I think a, a listener wrote in and commented about how 
there was a little bit of a disappointment in the, you know, we kind of, we kind of naysayed, you know, straight edge, straight razor, straight razor shaving and everything. And it's like, you know, well, as pipe smokers, we, 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 you know, don't always go for the newest innovation or what's most convenient because we, we appreciate the artistry and the imagery. Yeah, sure. And I think that's, there's a lot of truth in what he was saying. And I think that the trick back then was that we kind of came into that looking for that, but then we talked to an expert. And so we kind of let him drive that you know the, experience the content, really yeah. and the expertise yeah exactly i mean he certainly knew more about it than than we and did. we got educated through that process as well which yeah. was interesting but like we didn't go out in, in pursuit of not that that's actually what we went out in pursuit of and that's what we got back this kind of feels like that i mean like when when you're talking about the yeah not this tobacco per se but in terms of like the packaging and everything it's like well i don't want a plastic wrap yeah i mean i get it like I get how convenient it is from a traveling standpoint and right. how nice it is so that you're, you know, getting more tobacco back in the bag as opposed to like on the table or something right. like that. I, I do. I, I've, I do <laughs> have experienced these conveniences as well, but I also like the impracticality of, and of trying to trying to stuff a circular tin in my pocket because you're a pipe smoker <laughs> exactly. and we like weird knickknacks that don't make sense. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. I just, exactly. I want to make the comparison before we transition. No, that's to- great. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so moving along, we we've got uh, next a a blend that's actually from our our good friend Eric Stokeby at Fourth Generation Tobaccos. Eric, of course, um, you know makes and uh, has a awesome pedigree in the pipe world. Also, has collaborated with some of the larger pipe manufacturers in the world to make his own pipe brand, which uh, you know is at various price points. He's got some stuff he's done with Petter Jeppesen at Nearup, some stuff he's done uh, with Eric Nording, some stuff he's done with Antoine Grenard at, at Chacombe, and just you know, awesome guy. We love we love Eric, and so. Anyway, he's got a bulk series of tobaccos now that are available at some tobacconists. And one of the bulk blends really caught me, and and I've just been kind of captivated by it. This is a, a tobacco that is great to smoke by itself. It's a, it's great if you want to tinker with it to use as, you know, some type of ingredient or something. But it's just a, it's a tasty, warm, buttery tobacco that just, I, I, I don't know if butterscotch wanted to be a, or maple syrup wanted to be a tobacco that was high quality and very smokable, won't mess up your pipe, makes the room smell good, good all day, everyday smoke. Uh, it would be this tobacco, and it is the morning blend from fourth generation. We picked this up at the shop maybe, I don't know, it's probably been about a year ago now. It's been really a good seller. It's done well. It's uh, it, this, is a, this is a Burley, Virginia, and they say Black Cavendish mixture, although I'll be honest, like just, you know, and just again, eyeballing it. I ag- again, I'm not, you know, I, I you know, Bo, Bo gives me more credit, I think, than I deserve, but I, I don't, you know, see a lot of black Cavendish in here, if really any. I, I, I'm sure it's in there somewhere, but this is a honey or an oak colored blend. You know, it's just got that that nice warmth, light brown uh, color to it. And so, anyway, you want to give it a smell, Bo? Yeah, let's take a look at it. You know, it's interesting because, you know, <laughs> this, this is also part of one of the reasons I was excited to, to do this one when I saw the tobaccos on, yeah. on the table. Because I'm not used to seeing fourth generation in a country squire bag. Written on a country squire label in a country squire exactly. plastic bag, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I know you You're know, used to seeing it in a fancy tin. Yeah, the fancy yeah. tin with the brown and white, or now he's got some that are like the uh, black and brown as well, but like with yeah. the whole, you know, flair and you know, all the different fonts and everything else like that. Like I I remember when that series came out. Yeah. You know, we were Yeah some of the first to actually get access to it. It was, it was really good. That so, was, I uh, know that was exciting. Yeah. So it was kind of, it's, it was just like, I was like, huh. And I was actually, I hadn't, I didn't ask you about it just because we didn't have time before we clicked play. Cause I saw it there and I was like, huh, fourth generation in a bulk bag. Yeah. Did he, did he just like 
not want to bring the tin or what happened? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's, Doesn't that uh, smell great? That smells amazing. It sm- the bag note on it is so good. Okay. <laughs> it's really, really good. This I miss this. And I mean, like, I, I know we do this now, this yeah. year and everything, but this I have missed this part of the show yeah. so much over the last couple of years because you would bring the tobaccos to the studio or we do it in the shop. And I could breathe in. And actually, there's I think there's actually more benefit in what we're doing now because, like at the shop, you always have the competing smells of all like the day's smokers. That you know, are there. that's a good point. It's like you got your cigar guy in the corner. You right. got your, you know, uh, people been smoking five different Latakia blends, and then you're trying to get the aroma of this whatever you're smelling. Right. Here. And then Briar was always and, uh, there, so Briar always had his distinct. Oh, uh, Briar <laughs> Bauer, Bowser's yeah. Castle smell. <laughs> so, but no, I. Uh, Doing this back to back against the uh, Amphora, I'm sorry. Amphora, yeah, uh, which was very, like I said, very cocoa nut. You had some like chocolate. I yeah. got, I got kind of an apricot in there as well. Mm-hmm. This is very sweet, like honey sweet. Mm-hmm. Like is kind of what I'm getting from that. Like, doesn't it smell great? No, I want to smoke this immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was, back 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 in the day when I first started smoking pipe tobacco, I think I've told this story probably a thousand times. But you know, working at Walgreens, I remember. You know, when the when my manager wasn't looking, I'd take those big, huge bags of super value tobacco or whatever they were, yeah, yeah. and I'd just bury my face in them. You know, I'd not open in the package, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't do that. But I just like I'd get my nose just all next to that that package and just smell it. And it smelled so warm and good. And I remember when I first started smoking a pipe, you know, 18 years old, like that smell, that's what was like, man, I got to be a pipe smoker. And it's what's coming out of that bag that you're holding right there. It smells amazing. Yeah. Like, like, like this is happening at lunch. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, like I'm, I'm definitely smoking this. Well, it's really good. So yeah. what, what you've got there, of course, again, is that, uh, you know, finely ribbon cut tobacco. It's uh, kind of nice and spongy. It's got just the right amount of moisture. Yeah. It does have a little bourbon, simple syrup topping. I detect some maple there that's very present right uh, yeah in yeah. some sense it reminds me a little bit of autumn evening from cornell and deal but it's much it's it's a very different tobacco so i hate to even make that up it, 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 I, I, there's something about the the bag note that just really really points me in that direction so this is a a blend that uh that lights well uh, i also would smoke it a little slowly uh, although not not to, quite to the degree that we talked about with the amphora, but this is a blend that you know it, it's going to be a little nutty. You'll have a surprising citrus note come in when you're smoking this tobacco, which is a little surprising for me because when you smell it, you think more honey flavor, nutty, pecan, walnut. But with this, you really will get kind of the citrusy element that's there that just uh, is surprising a little bit. Uh, and then of course it uh, it finishes up with just a really nice warm sweet bread and it's hard to um, yeah hard to hard to beat a tobacco that that does that so again we're talking an aromatic tobacco here it's not a syrupy aromatic but it is aromatic so you're you're going to want to sip it and nurse it but it it makes the room smell really good with a mild to medium strength and so um fourth generation morning blend really good i i I recommend it how about it man yeah like i said that um i'm I'm very looking forward to having that for a little little dessert after lunch. Yeah, a little, a little after after our uh, you know street tacos or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, whenever we do this, it's always great because we get a chance to try some different tobaccos, and you kind of expand all of our palates and perhaps even today our minds in terms of where we might even look for quality <laughs> uh, pipe tobacco here. That's right. I I still am staring at this amphora, and I'm like. I, uh, 
<laughs> Smoke it. You'll be. I'm telling you, you'll be. You'll be pleasantly surprised. No, I. I, I do believe you. Like, you really I, will be. And that's the thing, right? Like packaging, but packaging is part of the process. Oh, it is. It, it. It is. It's not the only thing. It's not the most important thing, but it is a part of the thing. And yeah, that mm. we've established that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll try that as well. I mean, no, I mean, it smells good. Like this tobacco legitimately smells smells good as well. But anyway, yep. with both of these, they are very different. And one of the things that I think that is you're kind of uh, trying different uh, pipe tobaccos, you want to make sure that you've got a uh, plethora of really, really good quality pipes that always make sure you get the right flavor profiles with every single smoke. And that's where we always kind of guide you in the direction of our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That is right, man. We love the folks at Missouri Meerschaum. They've sponsored our show for a long time now. And uh, we're proud to be a part of their family uh, right now for the next several weeks they are doing a promotion if you go to their facebook page on tuesday cob tuesday a cob tuesday of every week they're going to have oh a, my cob they're going to have a question some type of trivia question that you'll be able to answer and then they're going to pick winners that have answered that question on the following day and those winners will get credit at the missouri Mearsham online store and so go check it out i mean really exciting uh, stuff that they've got going on over there of course you know great products and you can use it for apparel that they sell and accessories, uh, tobaccos, and and most importantly, those wonderful corn cob pipes. Questions on a cob, cob Tuesday. <laughs> Think about it. It'd be like a cob, but like questions are all like kerneled off. Never mind. Sorry. That's terrible. Uh, thanks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> your cob our appreciation and, your, and apologies yeah. to our good friends at Missouri. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week coming in from J.A. Griff or J.A. Griff, who says, uh, uh, hey, Bo and John David, uh, being a fan of both pipes and cigars, I've been following Stillwell Starline of cigars that are premium cigars blended with pipe tobacco. Uh, a couple people have written out in about this over. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The collab between Steve Saka and Jeremy Reeves. Yeah. Uh, wondering if you guys have any experience with these cigars. I'm real curious about them because of the collaboration with C and D. John David, yeah. what are your thoughts? So haven't tried these yet, but have heard quite a bit about them. Uh, Steve Saka, very well known in the cigar industry. Where where, where based so, out of? Or? Um, so worked at Drew Estate and now is head of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, which uh, is a very fancy baroque name it's what he's doing at dunbarton is just incredible i mean he's got just some real real winners over that so the Subra mesa is one of the best mild cigars on the market i think right now but anyway so so steve and of course jeremy who everyone in the pipe world knows 
um, have kind of collaborated and they've come out with these cigars that, you know, are, are, have pipe tobacco and have the characteristic aromas that you would think of with different blends. And so haven't tried them yet, heard a lot about them, would love to get my hands on some and, uh, and give them a whirl. Yeah. heard nothing but good things. Okay. Yeah. If you're gonna, I mean, these are two, these are two heavyweights obviously in their respective industries. And so if you're gonna, you know, if you're going to talk about, okay, who's out there that's most qualified to blend pipe tobacco, Jeremy Reeves, who's out there that's most qualified to make an ultra premium hand rolled cigar, Steve Saka. I mean, this is like, you know, these, these are your heavyweights coming together to, to do this. And so from all indications, they've done a, done a really good job. I get it. Like in the sense that there's obviously a lot of demand for this. I mean, I can't, I mean, even count how many emails we've gotten from people asking for kind of like, Oh, I smoke pipes. What, what cigar would I, what's, what's the most, you know, pipe like cigar that's out there or I enjoy cigars. So which pipe tobacco tobacco, should I go to? Like we, we get that from both sides. And so there's clearly been a demand for this. You know, I, I will say this just, this is like the skeptical episode for me overall, but I keep on being proven wrong. So, you know, I think, you know, let's read into that as much as possible. Well, you got to think how many, I mean, some of the best selling cigars in America are aromatic or infused cigars. Sure. Right. And so we're just taking that a further step with pipe tobacco. Now you've got an obviously non-aromatic pipe tobaccos that, you know, feature more Latakia and Kentucky and all, all this other stuff. But, you know, but, but generally a lot of folks, when they're thinking of, a pipe tobacco cigar, they're thinking, oh, you know, something sweet or infused. And so they're giving it a whirl, you know, and, and apparently by all indications, it's been uh, it's been a big hit. So all right. I, I'm, I'm all about more and more, uh, you know, opportunity for crossover. And yeah, I think they've I think they've uh, it sounds like they're on to something. I need to try one to find out. I just I, I like, do, too. Like, yeah. like, like we talk about all the time, cigars and pipe tobacco, they're cousins. And sometimes cousins shouldn't have kids. Sometimes. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah, you know they did that a lot. In the British, 1800s I was going to say British royalty, notwithstanding. Was that like Habsburg <laughs> jaw thing that happens or something? You know, where you just can't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let's, let's all right. I want to. I mean, I'll try it. I'll. You know, let's let's try it. Let's see. We should probably do. I mean, that maybe that needs to be a tobacco talk in the future. At some Sometimes point. Sometimes cousins shouldn't have kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, we could do a we could do a, a series, obviously, on pipe tobacco cigars because certainly there is a, a fusion there that you know a lot tons of crossover that we've we, we well about even this morning, like right, specifically so. because of the fusion yeah you know? sure I think it would I think it qualify sure. anyway. yeah anything that either of these gentlemen come out with is going to be obviously even if it's not to your taste it's going to be well respected in the community because mm. of the weight that they both carry and so for them to collab and come out with uh, with something is pretty special all right all yeah. right sounds good we'll we'll, we'll see all right. Jay, hey, Griff, thanks so much for the uh, the email, the pipe question. <laughs> hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, send it in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick with fire with, with the squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in at you. Hot from me. all right for the quick fire question i did something a little crazy this week okay okay it's gonna sound gumby but then once the question comes up it's gonna it's gonna make sense okay so it's gonna sound like something i'm not familiar with at all 
and am going to want to make fun of you for it. Well, no, no, no. But yes. then I'm still going to make fun of you for it, even though I'll understand it. Yes. Well, that's better. the thing. I have to actually educate you on it because you need to understand the principle of the question. All right, let's get started. All right, here All right, we go. Go, go, go. All right, Aquaman. You're familiar with Aquaman. I've heard of him. Okay, or Aquaman her. can control fish, right? Like he, he speaks, they say he talks to fish. He goes, and then like, like circles come out of his head. And then sea life, all of sea life does whatever he says. Responds. Yes. Okay. So like if he's in battle. Uh, Dr. Doolittle of fish. Yes. So if he's like, uh, he's fighting a bad guy or something underwater, he's like. And then a bunch of sharks come in and like bite the bad guy. Some porpoises or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like a big. uh, Porpoise with a porpoise. Come around and, you know, do the thing. Or like if he's chilling out, like, like in the ocean, like bobbing up and down on a floaty. Right. And he's like, oh man, I, I need to get my thing that's over there. He goes fish come and they bring it to him got you, it you see what i'm saying yeah okay. okay all right so there's that the purple man speaks and anyone will do what he says okay all right this is a this is a flipping over to marvel not that, that matters but this is a villain a super villain uh whereas aquaman's a hero the super okay. villain says okay. it's like whatever he says people do instantly if he's like go away they just walk away right right immediately okay like whatever it is he says mind control kind of stuff and he doesn't even have control over it in his case like literally just whatever he says people do he, okay. can't, he can't turn it off it's like Midas touch to some extent wow yeah yeah. yeah. so like it's one of those he's destined to become a supervillain there's just no way you can't be a super right sure poor uh, guy and you have no constant like it's, you know actually all right, not to get off on it right <laughs> like a complete tangent here but like uh, there was a they, they explored the character in the uh, Netflix series Jessica Drew where they give he's just a monster but they give him like this one moment of like sympathy where he's like crying out like how do i even understand consent when everyone just always does what I want? how do i know they don't want to do that like it's just he has no perception what a poor guy i mean like it, it's a tragic character it's a tragic let's talk about something else he's a monster though all anyway right. point is so that's the power right okay yeah it. all right john david I want to combine these two concepts right here okay where you you john david cole have been given a power that whatever you say, but you get to choose, you have power over it. You have to, but when to apply it, when not to apply it, but not over everybody, specifically over one SEC football team. You should see the look on his face right now. He is so happy. He had no idea it was going this direction. <laughs> so you now have the power, what? like Aquaman, to control an SEC football team. And let me take this in both factions. It's while they're playing <laughs> the games. I'm else. so happy right you now. You could be sitting at home. You don't have to be present on the field. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. That's that's your superpower. John Day, but you have to, but you, which team? Because obviously you could pick your favorite team where you're like saying like, oh, y'all should have done that. Or you could pick their like most enemy team. Your nemesis right. team. Exactly. Right. The, and, the, the team that you shall not speak of. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you had no idea what was going here. I, I didn't. I, I thought you were going to tell me, like, okay, which one would you rather have the ability to do, abuse men or abuse fish? No, come on. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, if I could tell the fish to fry itself and then wind up in my belly, that's great. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, I'm a Mississippi, Mississippi State Bulldog, and uh, we are a founding member of the SEC. Our, our team uh, over the past probably 15 years has been decent uh, historically before probably 15 years ago our team has not been decent but you know we're kind of on the rise a little bit we've gone to several bowl games and had some uh, big marquee wins we're a uh, number one team in the entire country a few years ago and that was that was fun that's special and so uh didn't win the national championship or anything but you know for for about a two or three week period we're number one and so so yeah i'll uh i'll, I'll go with controlling my own team okay because there there's one 
specific team that, that there's a there's bad guy one A and then there's bad guy one B. Okay, both of these teams are are opponent teams in the southeastern conference. One of them's in Oxford. And where's the other one? One and the other one is in Auburn. Oh, okay, Alabama. And I and I just don't. I there's just every time these two teams play each other, I I, I kind of just wish there would be like a cavern that would open up. <laughs> In the in the bowels of the earth and just kind of swallow all of them, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And but so I don't I don't trust myself with that kind of power in relation to those. I'm sure they're fine gentlemen that play for those. That's too much power to have over your enemies. You want to be able to support. I don't your trust myself. I'd rather yeah. work in a positive way uh, for my own team. All right. All right. Look look at you go. I'm trying to repent. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm trying to repent yeah. of some of my own. Uh, so, some of my own, um, uh, you know, just uh, disdain for for some of these who I'm sure are fine people. Well, so there you go. I will I will mind control the football players on the Mississippi State Bulldog <laughs> football team. That would be your superpower, right yeah. there. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, I think great. so. Yeah, this is this is this is great. I you really enjoyed that question. That was great. You had no idea it was coming. Like yeah, that. I thought you were going to ask me if I wanted to like you know make fish jump out of the water. No, I just needed to set up like, like the go concepts. to SeaWorld and you know there's Shamu coming out and you know you get to. <laughs> Pet him while he's eating the you know goat leg or something. I had to I set know, up whatever. the concept of the superpower because yeah. I was thinking about how like people always yell at like the football screen. I don't do that. And I'm like, what if they actually had the superpower to like make that happen, but specifically with one team? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. I mean, if I could make them catch the ball every time they threw the ball, right? Then then that'd be that'd be a win. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Quick fire questions. <laughs> Y'all help us out. Send in some quick fire questions to the show. That's show at countrysquareradio.com. <laughs> that's hilarious. Your, your thoughts, thoughts your, your comments, comments. Listen listener feedback. feedback all right man listener feedback this week coming in from aaron he says hey guys just wanted to say that i really enjoy listening to your podcast i'm a sales rep for a liquor and wine distribution company and i drive a lot and stumbled upon your podcast a few years ago and it didn't take me long to catch up on all the episodes i don't smoke my pipes very often but i have a very respectable pipe stand with an array of pipes different shapes and i try and sit down with a pipe and a couple of times a month weather permitting all right before i read the rest of this email <laughs> let me just tell you where i was when i got this email right okay so so we're we're, we're getting ready for our big miami trip and everything right. and right this is about to be really fun and we have tons i mean like the mailbag is so stuffed just that, right like, you, you so much up, so we had a whole episode just going through you it, just you open know? up the email box and it's just screaming at you you know you're just right. like all right we're going through all this i come upon this and i see aaron's very very awesome pleasant email right here and i you know starting off with you know being a, a sales rep for a liquor and wine distribution company i'm like oh you know what we it would be really great to kind of partner with uh you know possibly a sales rep for a, a liquor and wine distribution company for some squire select episodes sure. in the future yeah. And so I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, great. You know, this is Country Square Radio. Got a respectable pipe collection. I'm, and I'm already kind of in my head formulating the response. As you're I, reading the email. As I'm reading the email. Right. Of how I'm going to like reach back out to him and, you know, really tell him how much we appreciate him for listening to the show and everything and just see if any of the Yeah, you want to collab or whatever. Yeah, any of the brands oh. that he, he represents might be interested in doing a partnership with Country Squire Radio. Oh, my. Pause for dramatic effect. And we're continuing. Anyways. I just wanted to reach out and say hello from northern Minnesota. I am really looking forward to your new episode in 20 or your new episodes in 2022, especially all of your new series that you will be adding. Keep up the great work guys and feel free to reach out anytime to talk pipes, tobacco life or good quality liquor. Parentheses. 
our company represents Puncher's Chance Whiskey. And I laughed the entire episode. This is just a representative of Gosh, man. And, and, and so, like, th- this is a rep for Puncher's Chance. <laughs> and I don't know if you've heard that Squire Select episode, dear listener, but, like, oh my gosh. we raked them over the cold. We man. never do it like that. And I mean, we it, went it, hard. Was, it was probably, we went hard into the paint on that oh, one. Man. And, and it was, it was kind of ugly, but <laughs> I, I'm not repentant of that. And, I, and, and, man, I, I'm just, Aaron, you just have such a, precious attitude that, look thank you so much for being a good sport i literally i was shaking yeah when i read that yeah <laughs> like when i was like actively reading the sentence because i'm dyslexic it takes me a while to read right? once you once you realize once you confirmed what you thought you had read right you fell out of your chair well it's like before i got to the part where he said he laughed the entire time when i saw the, the puncher's chance like it's like my stomach just kind of pucker yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what? And then he said he laughed the entire time. And I was just like dying. And I texted you and I was like, oh, we man. just got an email from yeah. a sales representative from Puncher's Chance. <laughs> and I think I think my initial response was, was he angry? <laughs> You're like, tell me your joke. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Man, oh, that's man. that's fantastic. Well, thank from the fine people at Puncher's Chance, we appreciate your um interest in our show. <laughs> Aaron, we seriously, appreciate thank you, you Aaron. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seriously, thank you. Very kind, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, we uh, we always love uh, talking some uh, tobacco here, and uh, we also love getting y'all's feedback. If you'd like to uh, give us some feedback, uh, you know what? I, head over to iTunes and write us a review. I haven't been mentioning that recently, but um, it's a great way to help support the show. Uh, so, yeah, we really encourage you to go do that. But, of course, you can keep up with the show throughout the week. You can follow John David at John David Cole. You can follow the shop at underscore Country Squire, the show at Squire Radio. But all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, it was the episode, the tobacco talk that kind of had me skeptical the entire time and yet constantly proved that I was wrong and don't know what I'm talking about. Basically, it's Country Squire Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm excited to dive into these tobaccos. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. uh, I I think particularly that morning blend is going to be a nice uh, after lunch treat here. All right, man. Hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.